and we are live. Good evening to all my Bitcoin friends from around the world. Welcome to the UK Bitcoin Master live show. Uh, for those of you in the house, don't forget to pound that like button. Don't forget to build your strong hand. Don't forget to DCA, then get it off onto a trezor and enjoy your life. Uh, today is the 1st of July, uh, 2021. So we are pretty well exactly halfway through the year. And I wonder what the second half of 2021 is going to bring. And if I'm totally honest, I'm mega excited about that. Uh, very, very briefly, if I may, uh, very quickly, um, do your own research, people. Read this if you're new to the show um, whilst I talk about something else. Um, if you are new to the show, don't take any financial advice from me. Really important you don't do that. Do your own research. Get in the rabbit hole. Check out my work at ukbitcoinmaster.com and bitcoininterviews.com. They speak for themselves. And finally, for those that want to drop a lightning tip, there is my tipping.me address. But you don't have to. I put it there because some people have requested it. Let's get that out of the way. So who have we got in the house? Right. Put your teeth back in. To our American friends, uh, happy 4th of July for the weekend. I know many of you are going to be watching this on catch up because you've already switched switched off for a few days. I respect that completely. So um, whatever you're doing, have a great 4th of July. Uh, we've had proud Zionist Jew has in the house, Hastings Insurance Solutions, my lovely wife Elaine's in, Yorkie Bitcoiner from the UK, Lizelle uh, coming in from South Africa. Welcome to you. Michael Weber, UK, uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner, I think I mentioned you. Ian uh, Stewart's house, great to have you in the house. JC Borter coming in from South Africa. Rocky Palumbo, good to see you. Rocky, I haven't seen you on for a couple of shows. You're obviously a busy man. Cool. Uh, great to have you in the house. Lance Hoddle, welcome to you, sir. And DeWald Riger, uh, welcome to you coming in from South Africa. People, if you want to get my attention, if you want to shout out, all you need to do is type in UK Bitcoin Master or copy and paste it. It will highlight in orange for me, and then I will gladly uh, give you a shout out, which I've done. Michael Weber says, hello, everyone. Ian Stewart's house said the same. So welcome, everyone. Um, very quickly before I forget, because I may at the end, because I get all flustered when I'm doing these shows, um, <clears throat> look out on Saturday. I know you Americans will be chilling out and relaxing and having a great time. But on Saturday, I'm doing a special uh, live stream. Um, I did a recording. I was on somebody else's show or they did a, a Zoom call with me, and I'm going to uh, deliver that live on Saturday. So look out for that, and of course, watch it and catch up if you can't manage it on Saturday. But it will go out as a live show. I will be at the front end introducing it. I'll be there in the chat with you all as we go through it, and then I'll obviously close it on Saturday. So it's not going to be a premiere. It's going to be a live show. Uh, Matthew Underhill just joined us. Welcome to you, Matthew. Great to have you in the house. People, please tweet this out if you're on Twitter. Please, if you're new to the channel, uh, subscribe firstly. That way, then you at least know when I'm going live. But if you really want to know when I'm going live, it is crucial that you hit that bell button next to the subscribe button and then 
a menu will pop up. Click all if you're on a phone. I'm not sure if it does that on a computer, actually. Click all and then you will be notified 30 minutes before I go live and then when I go live. But if you're following me on Twitter at UK Bitcoin Master, I always tweet out one hour before the show and I tweet again 10 minutes before the show. In fact, they're already pre-set up, ready to go. So if you do all of that, you shouldn't miss any of my shows. I go live every Monday, every Thursday at 6 p.m. London, which is the time now, just gone four minutes past. Uh, but there will be a, an, an extra show on Saturday. So if you are free, do tune in for that because um, somebody interviewed me and I absolutely love doing it, if I'm honest. I really let it go. We talked about Pastor Phil, Rocky Palumbo, uh, Adam Meister. We covered a lot of stuff. So well worth tuning in on Saturday. A buzzer. Mac D. I hope that's not McDonald's, but if it is, uh, Baza, welcome to the show. Great to have you in the house. So without further ado, let's get on over to the desktop and see what's going on in the world of Bitcoin. Okay. Now, just a quick look at the price, 33.2. So we're down again from the 36 that we got to over the last few days. I want to briefly talk about um, this FUD with regards to the Bitcoin hash rate. Now, Rocky's in the house and I know Rocky will, you know, put me right if I get this wrong. I'm learning like a lot of you guys. Um, the hash rate is the amount of computing power that is, you know, supporting and keeping the network strong. And because of what's gone on in China, where China have effectively told the miners to get out, the hash rate loosely has gone off a cliff. It's It's gone down. And we have something. So everyone's saying, oh, that is it. Look at the hash rate. You know, Bitcoin's dying, etc., etc. If you're new to this channel, try and understand something. Every 10 minutes or so, a new Bitcoin block is found and there's a reward given to the miners. And dependent on how many miners are online is dependent on the difficulty of mining that reward. So normally every 2016 blocks or two weeks, I believe, there is what we refer to as a difficulty adjustment. And you're looking at it right now. Now, the the last difficulty change, whoops, in my, my camera's in the way, was just over a 5% adjustment. This time, 27.62, you know, and everybody's saying, oh, it's the biggest difficulty adjustment in Bitcoin's history and doom this and gloom that. And you know what? Let's just see what happens. I believe that's going to take place tomorrow or it's scheduled uh, to go tomorrow. <clears throat> so let's just see. And I think all will be well. Um, the hash rate will come back. The miners, as they relocate, will bring it back up and make it strong again and adjust it again. And you know what? I think I've got that as, as close as a novice needs to understand. And then Bitcoin will just move on its merry way again. So if you're new to all of this, little things like this, if you learn what they are and why they are, it will help you to understand the narratives that are out there when the mainstream media hype and FUD talks about, you know, the hash rates crashing, Bitcoin's crashing, the difficulty adjustments terrible, etc., etc., etc. So um, my lovely wife Elaine is in the house. Great to have you in the house. We are all invited to Buffy's house tomorrow. It's a give my lovely daughter Buffy a um, happy birthday for Saturday. Not tomorrow, my lovely wife. It is Saturday. Um, she will be 
a little bit older. So happy birthday for Saturday, Buffy. Um, MS Beath, Mike uh, Bitteath. Mike, great to have you in the house. I don't want to miss anybody. I think I've given you all a shout out. Um, I know the numbers are down because a lot of Americans are chilling out and in, enjoying their, um, you know, their um, um, 4th of July celebrations. So let's have a look at some articles I found because I've relabeled you know, my show, if you look at the top, Building Strong Bitcoin Hands. And if you just follow the media and you don't learn just some basic things, when you see the price crash down, we all people start to freak out. When you understand this, basically, you don't freak out anymore because you're not listening to the mainstream narrative. You're listening to Bitcoiners that have gone before you and learned and they're trying to pass that on to you. So, you know, the big news is this flipping China FUD. You know, they're kicking all the miners out of China and China's supposed to have been controlling Bitcoin. I think China, this is going to come back to haunt them. You know, over time, they're going to realise the error of their ways. But maybe, just maybe, they kick the miners out because this headline says, after chasing off Bitcoin miners, China launches new test for digital uh, yuan, which is their currency. So, you know, that you can put those two together and say, Maybe they had, they had a reason, a motive to kick the miners out because they want to put their own digital uh, currency out. Again, I'll, this is going to go down in a, you know, forever because it's on YouTube unless they take me down. I think they are going to live to regret that decision of pushing that massive amount of miners out of China. But only time will tell and let's see how it plays out. Then you've got this narrative, gold outshines Bitcoin in Q2 of that's that's quarter two. If you're British, I didn't had to learn even what Q2 was. I'd never been in business like that before, but it's the second quarter of 2021. If you're new to Bitcoin, um, even after posting its worth months since 2016, if you then zoom out and look at how Bitcoin has gone over a, a wider amount of time, Gold's barely moved and Bitcoin is crazy growth. So they're just honing in on a three month period and using that narrative to FUD people again out of their Bitcoin. And then, of course, all, ha all that happens is uh, whales, strong hands like myself and others just literally mop those Bitcoins up on sale because all the weak hands sell out. The price comes down. We mop it back up. The price starts to um, get strong again. There is a um, there's an, a capitulation phase. Then obviously we go through an accumulation phase, and then eventually the, the weak hands are all fudded out, and then we start to see Bitcoin go again. Now <clears throat> I haven't got a crystal ball. Um, but I still believe that this bull run is not over. And I think come Christmas 2021, we will all look back and our jaws will be on the floor at what Bitcoin has done over the second half of 2021. So zoom out from looking at the day-to-day -day price, start to understand some of the reasons Bitcoin does what it does. That's just some basic learning. And all you need to do, people, is come on my show and I'll do my best to educate noobs on what that means from a, you know, a, 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 
a layman's point of view, because whilst I've got a Bitcoin show, a lot of this I don't really understand. I'm learning bit by bit. And as Rocky kindly points out, I keep saying I don't know much. He said, you know plenty, but you're learning all the time. And I am. I'm trying to learn. That's what I want to do. Uh, and then, of course, you've got this positive stuff. Has that moved? Yeah. Six billion NCR opens Bitcoin purchases to 650 banks and credit unions. You know, whatever this is, I highlighted something. Where is it? Um, look, just this. I love this bit. And eventually spend it, talking about Bitcoin, their clients buying Bitcoin, with their existing accounts. The traditional financial institutions are part of a rising tide of traditional financial institutions in direct competition with cryptocurrency exchanges. What does that mean in layman's terms? It means I've been saying for ages, that's Forbes, I've been saying for ages that eventually the banks, they will have to come round to our way of thinking or they're going to go out of business. That's the baseline. So the banks Bitcoin is forcing the banks because nothing's stopping it. It is forcing the banks to rejig their structures to accept Bitcoin. Their clients are going elsewhere otherwise. So I think over time we will see the banks change because they don't want the, the, the Bitcoin exchanges to become the banks of the future. My apologies for my voice. England played a match two or three, four days ago, I can't remember now, and I screamed at the television because we beat Germany for the first time since the 1966 World Cup. And my voice went and I thought I got it back and it's croaky as hell still because of that particular game. So forgive me for that if it sounds slightly, slightly weird. Um, you know, going on with the narrative of is Bitcoin dead? Well, you know, we've got a, a, you know, a publication here. BTC Times launches news platform focused on delivering quality reporting with a focus on Bitcoin. So those of you maybe thinking of getting into the poop coins, the altcoins, does this say reporting with a focus on Ethereum or Thorchain or BCH or BSV or EOS or IOTA? No, it says Bitcoin. These are tiny little indicators, people, if you're new, that should tell you definitively that publications, banks, nation states like El Salvador, they want Bitcoin. They don't have an interest in the altcoins. It is for them about Bitcoin. So just look at these little signals and build that strong hand. Kathy Wood from ARK, they've now partnered 21 shares to file for a Bitcoin ETF. We've been trying, we, the Bitcoin community, companies have been trying to get an ETF for, I think, ever since I've been in Bitcoin, since 2017. I think, what was the name of the first one? Um, somebody put me right in the chat. The first ETF, I can't think of it now, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm thinking it starts with an E. Van, no, Van Eck. Van Eck, I believe. Um, and we're still trying to get one. And yet they've had several in Canada. You know, so all of a sudden you've now got you know companies like ARK Invest, who's headed up by Kathy Wood, are saying, well, we're going to go for the ETF. We're going to make it happen. Um, Graham Paul, welcome to the show. Graham, dead proud of you, dude. I've mentioned what you've done. Um, in fact, on my show 
that I'm running on Saturday, people, for those that are late. I think I do refer to Graham, but I don't mention any names. But come and listen to what I've got to say about this guy that followed my show um, and what he did. So there's a little indicator. Saturday's going to be a, an absolute fantastic show. I was on fire with it. This guy was asking me questions and I was just going for it. So Graham, welcome to you. Uh, Michael Lillienfeld, I believe I'm saying that right. I hope I ain't butchered it, Michael. Welcome to you. Mark Maluddy's in the house. Mark, welcome to you as well. Great to have you all with us. Pound that like button. Really, really important. And then just a little bit of headline news from the UK. You know, they say slowly, slowly, then suddenly. Well, here's another, you know, figure from the British cricket world, Kevin Peterson. He's now come out and acknowledged Bitcoin. So, you know, it's just another domino that's fallen and they're falling one by one. And then all of a sudden it will just go, people. So you want to be positioned in Bitcoin um, with as much as you can dollar cost average before the dominoes finally fall. And, you know, it just gathers momentum. I was I was listening to a podcast with Peter McCormack, What Bitcoin Did, and he had Willie Wu on there. And Willie Wu was saying that he was absolutely shocked at how quickly um, nation states like El Salvador started announcing that they're making Bitcoin legal currency. He said, I thought that would be another th three or four years yet. Willie Wu is very well respected. So when he says something like that, we know that this thing is going to go so quickly, even though every one of you that are buying Bitcoin, you know, wants the number to go up and it seems like it's not going up and it's going sideways. I'm going to use this narrative a lot. Price is a liar. I love that. I don't know where I got it from, but price is a liar. If you look at the price of Bitcoin, instead of studying the fundamentals, you will clearly see as many of these big, you know, um, well-known people, hedge fund managers and the like are saying, you know, Bitcoin is so undervalued right now. You know, I think one said it should be worth 400,000. So, you know, price is a liar. Do not judge what you're going to do in Bitcoin and what's going to happen in Bitcoin by the today's price. Really not a good thing to do. Um, that's just my opinion, uh, by the way. <clears throat> a quick interlude before we get into some tweets. Oh, no, there's one more. Um, if that weren't enough, people, they just go on. Um, Cynthia Loomis, you know, she is a senator in US Congress. She is on the Bitcoin bandwagon. She's now in Congress and she is saying that Bitcoin really should be part of a retirement portfolio. So once the retirement funds, etc., start, you know, having Bitcoin in their funds as well as part of somebody's diversified retirement portfolio. I don't know if you know this, you know, and I didn't, you know, listen, I'm a regular guy that drove trucks for a living for many years. Um, I didn't understand, you know, conventional business. But, you know, what I understand now is if you put your money into retirement or a pension in the UK, what they do is they invest it on your behalf in a basket of stocks and shares and everything else. And some go up, some go down, and hopefully that returns you a pension when you retire. Chances are you ain't going to get a third of what you were promised people. I know that firsthand. So um, the point is, imagine what will happen to the Bitcoin price once Bitcoin starts to become in people's pension fund portfolios. Wolves, that was not supposed to happen. Oh, hang on. 
Uh, no, that was not. Okay, let me leave that there. Very, very quick shill then. I don't know why that happened. Uh, Matthew's in the house. It's a great book, people. Well worth reading for a beginner, for a novice, to give it as a Christmas present. Check it out on Amazon. I think the Kindle version is only a fiver or something like that. Uh, well worth reading. I've read it twice in a week. And I do want to shill that because it really is a great book. So let me see what happens when I get rid of this. I might lose my screen. No, it's there. So then we start to move into some tweets. I found this one from Bitcoin Archive. I thought this was really good. And that is Bitcoin is finite. Bitcoin is portable. Try taking a bar of gold through an airport um, departure lounge. Bitcoin is easy to verify. Try verifying Ethereum. Try verifying um, stocks, shares, etc. Everything gold should be, but isn't. I think, you know, little tweets like this, they're so profound. They mean so much. Phil Geiger, he's been on my show a couple of times. He works over there at Unchained Capital that do Bitcoin-backed loans, etc. Uh, be open-minded about the idea that the entire world can function more efficiently with one single neutral currency that can't be debased. It can't be manipulated. It can't be inflated. They can't create more of it. You know, that's Bitcoin, people. And that is what Phil is saying here. So another great and very profound tweet indeed. Uh, Travis Jones says, <clears throat> I had to get my head around this one. Someday, I'll try and say it so you understand it. Someday I will tell my now six-month-old granddaughter, and this is what he's telling her, and then I saw it drop to 29K and I bought the dip. BTC, thanks to Breedlove, Jeff Booth, Peter McCormack, Michael Saylor, Greg Foss for teaching me to have diamond hands. That's what I'm trying to do on my show is to teach you guys how to build a strong hand. I'm actually going to change this to building diamond Bitcoin hands. I think that's Absolutely superb. Some of you in the chat, chat might hammer me and say, don't you dare, you know, don't follow the crowd. Be, you know, be unique, be, be a unique beast. Bitcoin is a unique beast. That's for sure. I'm just double checking something. Yeah, that's working. OK. Uh, what else? Uh, Pubby. I'm tempted. I might reach out to Pubby and see if I can get him on the show because um, Guy was one of my early guests in Bitcoin, bought the top in 2017, rode it all the way down to 3K, kept buying all the way down, bought all the way during the bear market. Now it's up way above the 20K that he initially bought the first coins at. So he's in profit with his early Bitcoin and well in profit with the coins he bought in the bear market. Um, he's now got a really successful show as Pubby with Pubby and Danish. Um, great, fun Bitcoin show with superb guests. So I'm going to reach out to Pubby, I think, and get him on as a guest. Um, he said, still don't think you are early? After the next halving in 2024, only 164,250 Bitcoin <clears throat> will be produced for the entire year. MicroStrategy owns 105,000 Bitcoin. Another company would need to buy every new Bitcoin mined for nine straight months to catch up. One company. How many companies are there out there, people? Price is a liar. Ignore the price. Look at the fundamentals. This tweet says it all. Once they cotton on, 
All those companies ain't going to be able to have a fraction of what Michael Saylor already owns. So you as a regular retail investor like me, you need to get this right now and get what Bitcoin you can before all hell breaks loose. Because at some point, all hell <clears throat> is going to break loose. And finally, another one from Bitcoin Archive. Germany will allow 4,000 investment funds managing $1.8 trillion to invest up to 20% in Bitcoin starting tomorrow or today, the 1st of July. Rocky, are you ready for this? Get in there. This is huge. 1.8 trillion. And they can invest 20% in Bitcoin starting today. So you've got to front run them. So you need to be getting some Bitcoin. My quote, I love this one. This is me. This is what I talk about on Saturday in that interview. All I want to do is inspire people, not with my knowledge, with my belief, my passion. I want to transfer that to some people that are getting into Bitcoin so that the, the price is a liar bit becomes a serious narrative. So you ignore what's going on excuse me, my throat, with the day-to-day the -day price. I want to inspire people. I want someone to look at me and say, because of you, I didn't give up. That is why I do my show. That is why. Not for my knowledge, for my belief, for my passion, for educating noobs where I can. And I will continue to do this because of certain people that are in my chat, and I say it again on this interview on coming up on Saturday, it's going to be around the same time, 6pm London. So if you are in the US and you're not having your holiday and you want to join me on, on Saturday, it'd be fantastic to have you on board. But again, what I'm saying is I just want to inspire people. And if I do this show twice a week ongoing, and all I do is touch one human being and help them get focused and serious in the Bitcoin space, my job is done. Because on that um, interview, I talk about how do we change the world one person at a time, one message at a time. So we can all do our bit. And I'm going to pull the show together with this. If The way you do your bit is if you don't want to get on camera like me, you should share the link to my show with five people you know. Five Bitcoiners have just dipped their toe in. Five Ethereum coiners have just dipped their toe in and say, hey, watch this guy. You know, that way you are helping my show, but we collectively are helping more people to find my show that are new to Bitcoin, that find some of the more advanced shows and think, I can't get my head around this. This is just way over my head. So again, if I may, let's go back over there. I want to inspire people because I want someone to look at me and say, because of you, I didn't give up. Pastor Phil, because of you, I didn't give up even though it is tough at times, and I talk about this on Saturday, so well worth watching. 
Um, and ultimately, maybe I played a minute part, Phil, in getting you your Bitcoin back. So people, like this, share it, subscribe, tweet it out. I love what Daniela Camboni uses. I'm going to use it. Share it where you watch it or share it where you listen to it. If you're on the podcast, share it across the podcast. This goes out on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Anchor, everywhere. So that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today, the 1st of July. Again, a happy 4th of July holiday for you guys in the States. Uh, Rocky, I'd love to catch up with you at some point. It's been a couple of weeks. That would be great. Um, I'll be back on Saturday with this special live show, people. So tune in and come and listen to what I've got to say, because I am going to be going live, even though I'll run the recording for you all. But I will be there. Catch you all on Saturday. If not, I'll catch those of you that are going to join next Monday. I'm going to go before my voice finally dies. I'm signing off. Take care, everyone. Thank you for your support. I'll catch you on Saturday or Monday. Cheerio.